Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Well, howdy, friends. We are back. The final segment in the Frontier Freedom Hour, hosted by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We have been talking all about this Respect for Marriage Act at the U.S. Senate. We just had Jonathan Keller, president of the California Family Council. If you want to hear kind of details about this bill, what it's going to do, how it could impact families, go back to our podcast at FrontierFreedomRadio.com. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can hear all about that. You can also hear why Gloria Allred calls him Jonathan Pretty Words Keller, which uh, that's, that's right out of a gunfight. That, that, uh, I, I like that kind of Western name. <laughs> uh, a little cowboy wisdom for you today from W.J. Vogel. Never get in a gunfight with seven men when you only have a six-shooter. Uh, you know, I, it kind of strikes me in light of that cowboy wisdom that maybe you shouldn't walk into a gunfight without uh, having all the ammo you need. This Respect for Marriage Act went in, and it kind of rushed through the House. It was voted on in about three hours. Uh, 47 Republicans joined with Democrats. I don't think the Republicans knew what this bill was ultimately going to do. Now it's kind of rushed over to the Senate. But in the meantime, the Calvary has organized, and they're riding over the hill. 83 groups joined together with a letter from Alliance Defending Freedom, a fantastic law firm that really defends religious freedom, the sanctity of life, traditional family values, parental rights, all that good stuff. They were instrumental in taking down the Dobbs case. Uh, They defended Jack Phillips, our good friend here in Colorado. They are also on a case to defend Lori Smith of 303 Creative, which is the next case against this kind of radical Colorado civil rights law that we have out here. But joining us is Matt Sharp, Senior Counsel, State Government Relations, National Director with Alliance Defending Freedom. He's a big name. We've got to come up with a cowboy name for you like we did for Jonathan Keller, but that was given to him by Gloria Allred. I'm not sure I can match that. But Matt, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on. So, Matt, you and this organization that you're with, Alliance Defending Freedom, put together a letter. Eighty-three organizations signed on to it, including the Centennial Institute and Colorado Christian University. The president of CCU, Dr. Donald Sweeting, signed on to it. Quite a list of organizations here focus on the family, family research council. And it's not just Christians. You have Jewish organizations here as well. Uh, John Stone Street, president of the Colson Center, is on there. Kelly Shackelford, a friend of the Western Conservative Summit, great law firm, First Liberty. He signed on to that as well. Albert Muller, who does a great podcast, signed on to it. Jim Daly, as I mentioned, president of Focus on the Family. So you have a wonderful lineup here. What's this letter all about, Matt? These organizations are raising concern about the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, this this bill that um, does not do what its supporters say of just codifying Obergefell, but is really a deceptively misnamed act that gives sweeping new authority to not just the federal government, but um, even to private people, faith organizations. Um, and so as, as representatives from these organizations were looking into this, and we were explaining to them what this bill really does. I think it's why we saw this broad coalition of, of religious groups, law firms, 
policy councils and, and like you said, even uh, higher education institutions like CCU all speaking out in opposition to this. So for this to pass, it needs 60 votes in the U.S. Senate. We're, we're anticipating that 50 Democrats will be in support of it. It's part of their policy platform to support gay marriage. Uh, the Republican Party platform, on the other hand, does not. Yet in the House, we saw 47 Republicans break with their official policy platform to support this bill. Do you think that there are 10 Republicans that would join with Democrats in the U.S. Senate to support the so-called Respect for Marriage Act? I don't think so. And it's because as people are looking into this and groups like ADF and others that joined the coalition letter are raising concerns and letting our senators see what this actually does, I think we're, we're pulling the veil away that the supporters of this harmful bill had had put over the eyes of, of those Republicans in the House that supported it and letting them see this is not just about repealing DOMA or putting the so-called right to same-sex marriage in federal law. This is about giving broad new powers to go after people of faith, to go after faith-based adoption providers and, and foster care organizations, to go after organizations that are doing other great work, potentially even stripping nonprofits of their tax-exempt status for simply holding on to the view that marriage is between a man and a woman. And I think as more senators realize what this really is, that this is a wolf in sheep's clothes that is going to give broad new sweeping authority to go after lots of people that hold to the view that marriage is between a man and a woman, Republicans are going to understand this is not what they ought to be supporting, that this is not what's best for the American people. And there's a number of different ways to approach this, right? There's the religious freedom concerns in it. There's also just kind of the general social concerns about the fact that we're redefining marriage. We don't really know what we're defining. We talked all about this with Jonathan Keller. Uh, you've seen the movie from Matt Walsh, What is a Woman? So we're, we're writing into federal law these new definitions that we really haven't discussed as a nation. Uh, and to, to say that this is something that we're willing to put down as the actual law of the land well, we, we're not clear on definitions. If you read the bill itself, it's not clear what the definition of marriage is. It just kind of says, well, marriage is defined federally as a marriage in a state. Well, then that just kind of opens up a whole lot of problems here. And w what we've seen in the state of Colorado, we're talking here with Matt Sharp, Senior Counsel, State Government Relations National Director, is that th these definitions end up becoming weaponized. And then if you're a person of deeply held convictions, you believe what the Bible says about marriage. Uh, by the way, I was going through an old uh, speech by Robert George at Colorado Christian University. He spoke in 2016 at our commencement. But he said, if you're ashamed of the definition of, the, of, the bi of marriage in the Bible, then you're ashamed of the gospel. And you shouldn't be ashamed of it. And you're going to have a lot of people that aren't ashamed of it, and they're willing to uh, run their businesses accordingly, and they want to have the freedom of conscience. And then it becomes these laws become weaponized as a sword to go after people. And we've had a whole series of cases. And thank God for Alliance Defending Freedom, because the state of Colorado would look a lot different. But uh, there are big consequences to this. And we have a website. A lot of this language comes directly from Alliance Defending Freedom, which we appreciate. They really are a brilliant organization, top-notch lawyers. But we put together a petition. If you go to centennialaction.com, that's centennialaction.com. We have a petition there. You can just simply fill out your information. It'll identify who your senators are. You can either send them an email or give them a phone call. A phone call makes a bigger difference. 
every U.S. Senate office records the phone calls, not in a sense of recording the audio of it, but they record what was said and the, the, the perspective of the person calling in. And then that information is shared with the senator. They get an email each day saying, well, 50 people or 100 people called about this issue and they're in opposition to it. That makes a difference. It has a bigger difference than an email, but an email sometimes is all you can do. We have all these issues fleshed out for you. You don't have to be concerned about what to say or what the issues are. All of that's there if you go to centennialaction.com, centennialaction.com. So, uh, Matt, let's say that this does not pass the U.S. Senate. We still have a lot of work to do to make sure that we shore up religious freedom in this nation in the defense of, of traditional marriage. What is ADF going to do long-term? What are, what are you, kind of your plans long-term to be able to address these challenges? Because it just feels like it's lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. They just keep popping up. What's the kind of long-term strategy in your perspective? Well, I think, number one, cases like Laurie Smith, like Jack Phillips, like uh, some that we're doing on behalf of adoption providers and other organizations, do move the law in a positive direction. And we, we've seen that even with the, the win Jack got just on the idea that the government can't show hostility towards people of faith. I was reading something so, that Jack's case has been cited hundreds of times already and has been used to help prevent people of faith that have been targeted, that have been vilified, where the government shows hostility. So even a win like Jack's can help move the ball forward towards defending religious liberty and getting it where courts quickly protect religious liberty and rule in favor of people's faith. I think the second one is we need stronger legislation, uh, both at Congress, but also particularly at the state level, so that people of faith have protections written into state law, so that business owners, for-profit, non-profit organizations, and others remain free to live consistent with their deeply held beliefs about marriage, about what it means to be man and woman, and a variety of other things. And so that's where ADF is working to see protections that churches can't be shut down during COVID or that uh, religious organizations don't get targeted, lose their tax exempt status or get penalized because of their faith. And I think that that two pronged approach of we're going to work with legislators to protect it in law. And then we're going to, when necessary, litigate to get those protections under the First Amendment and and other constitutional protections. I think that's a real strong two-pronged approach to make sure that no matter where a person lives, their right to live out their faith is protected. We're talking with Matt Sharp, Senior Counsel, State Government Relations National Director at Alliance Defending Freedom. Friends, one of the top organizations in the country. I'm not kidding you. They are the one of the very best. I'm not elaborating. They are at the tip of the spear in defending the rights of all people, of all people in this country. And that's the important thing to understand. This isn't just about Christians. This is about all people. Alliance Defending Freedom. I want you to go to adflegal.org, adflegal.org. Get involved in what they're doing. Uh, throw them some money if you can. Be a part. Uh, sign up for their email list. Be a part of the work that they're doing because it really does help secure the freedoms for this nation. Also, take action on this particular bill, the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, by going to centennialaction.com. That's centennialaction.com. Friends, you've been listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour hosted by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University in studio with me, Jamie Urker, Director of Communications and Producer, and uh, Michael Apario, working the board. So grateful for their good work. Thanks for tuning in. Get more information by going to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. God bless you.